Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I have a very special guest. I'd like to introduce you to Daniel McInerney. He is currently a professor at Christendom College, and I have um, been so excited to have him join us because he is the professor of my oldest son, and I have heard nothing but good things, and um, I've now got the Cool Mom Award for this, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to serve. Kate. That's right. And you have been busy. You are not only a professor and the chair of the philosophy department, you are also a novelist. I am. I am. I'm, I'm very honored to publish earlier this year uh, with Chrism Press, uh, a new press, uh, a novel called The Good Death of Kate Moncler that I'm, I'm very excited to let your listeners know about. Oh, I'm excited to hear about it. That it sounds wonderful. Of course, the the name of the book caught my eye right away, and I thought, oh my goodness, I have to I have to read this. So, is being a novelist something that you've always aspired to do, or did this just kind of all all happen? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I think it's fair to say that I've always um, I've always been an artist uh, since I was a kid. I think my family members and, and friends, anybody who knew me as a little boy, knew me as, as someone who drew, especially I was a cartoonist. That, that's kind of who I was. And my childhood ambition was to be an animator with, with uh, Walt Disney Studios. Um, uh, but even you know, years later, when I developed a, an interest in philosophy, it was really questions about art and questions about beauty that captured my attention. So it was always my artistic interests that were taking the lead. And um, I mean, even now I'm, I'm, I'm an academic philosopher, but I think of myself as an artist first. I, um, and all of my philosophical interests, or, or a lot of them at any rate, come out of that interest, out of that passion. So, you know, um, working on a novel was not just, um, you know this one-off lark that uh, that I did. It, it's really um, uh, writing fiction, uh, writing drama as well, which I do is is just integral uh, to who I am uh, yeah, as as a person. That is so beautiful. It's making me really think a lot about you know Saint Pope John Paul II letter to artists. Yes, yes, I love it. I love that letter and how he really acknowledges just the way one of the ways is beauty that through beauty people are going to find the Lord and absolutely and yes. that is that's exciting. We're talking about my novel, but I should also mention that next June, June twenty twenty four, I'm going to be publishing with um, Bishop Barron's Word on Fire Ministry. Uh, a book called just just that. It's called The Way of Beauty. Oh, uh, you're kidding! I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm very I'm very excited about that book. Bishop Barron has started um, a, a, a series of scholarly books called Word on Fire Academic. Yes. And so so my book will appear with them. And 
it does touch on the theological issue that you just touched on and that and that St. John Paul II touches on in the letter to artists, but it's 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 more of a philosophical reflection of what what does it mean for a work of art to lead us to transcendent realities, realities that transcend the material world. Yes. And so I wanted to uh, investigate that as a philosopher, but I can't, I couldn't avoid getting into a, into theological waters just a little bit. Um, so I thought I'd let your listeners learn about that as well. Congratulations. That is so exciting. I am a huge Bishop Barron fan. I'm watching very closely all of his travels right now as he's mm-hmm. at the Synod. And um, yeah, that's, that's, a huge accomplishment. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Yeah. And I, I'm like you. I, I started as a fan uh, yes. and still am, and haven't ended as a fan, still am. Um, and it was such a treat uh, for them to respond to my pitch. And I have loved working with their um, editorial team. And it's just, yeah, it's I can't wait for June 2024 for that book to appear. That's fantastic. Oh, and um, I know my listeners know I don't I haven't shared this with you yet, but I'm I'm also an aspiring author. I have a book about Saint Dymphna marinating and oh, marinating Dymphna, in my wonderful. head. Yes, that is just God placed it on my heart years ago, and I'm working through it. And so I know, I know the anticipation, the joy, and the excitement around the idea of a pitch just even being responded to. <laughs> you know, Indeed, oh, absolutely. It's a very big deal. Very big deal. For those of you don't that don't know, um, writing a book is more of a process than I ever knew. And it's it's not just about putting pen to paper. There is a real process and a and a yes. way to do it that you have to yep. kind of learn that as well. And so it's it's yep. a big deal. It's a it's a discipline, it's a craft, and you yes. have to you have to be the apprentice and, yes. and <laughs> put in your time and make your mistakes and, yes. and learn your lessons and throw a lot of it away and start over. You know, it's, it's, yes. um, it's, uh, it, it's an ordeal, um, but it's well worth doing. And I want to encourage you on that work to, um, to keep going with it. I will. I will. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. It's very easy to put it on the shelf and be like, okay, I'm, I'm good for now because it's definitely a lesson in humility. Um, yeah. Really, my husband is really my editor right now, and it's good. Um, and it's been wonderful and terrifying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, well, as all good things are. <laughs> as all good things are. As all good things are. He has a beautifully um, organized way of thinking, and so, mm-hmm. and I have a very, um, oh, I don't even know the word. I like to think about the clouds and the flowers and you're you know. intuitive, you're contemplative. <laughs> contemplative, I like that. I will hold on to that. Well, that sounds great. You sound like a great team. Oh, thank you. Well, speaking of saints, I would love for you to tell us why we're here today. Who have you tripped over? Oh my. And you know, uh, the phrase tripped over, it seems very apropos to the saint I want to talk about in one sense. Uh, I want to talk about St. John Henry Cardinal Newman, um, who is, uh, an English, uh, saint, um, 
who I have known and admired at least since my college years, uh, to to a certain degree. I remember even as an undergraduate in my dorm room, I had uh, a poem, a pr- uh, really a prayer of his taped to my wall um, that I loved. I think it was Lead Kindly Light, uh, if I remember. Um, and, you know, as I got into academia, you're, in ca- you're a Catholic in Catholic academia, you cannot not um, take uh, John Henry Newman as a hero uh, to one extent and another. But I wasn't doing scholarly work on him. I wasn't teaching his work. I don't think I have ever brought his work into the classroom in any systematic way, certainly. Um, but it was this past summer that I kind of tripped over him uh, or encountered him in a deeper way. My wife and I um, had a wonderful opportunity to travel both to Ireland and to England uh, oh, this wow. past summer. Uh, Christendom College, where I teach, um, has a summer institute up in County Donegal, the St. Columkill Institute. And our president, uh, Dr. Timothy O'Donnell, invited my wife, Amy, and me to spend a few days at the institute and just hang out with the students. I gave one talk, but it was light duty, and we were just we were just having fun. Uh, and then my wife and I uh, spent some days in England. So both in Dublin, where we spent uh, some days, we encountered Cardinal Newman because he founded a Catholic university there in the 19th century. Oh, right. uh, it was called the Catholic University of Ireland at the time. It's now morphed into University College Dublin. But the chapel that he helped found is there, and we were able to pray uh, in that chapel. Uh, and so we had this, this encounter with Cardinal Newman there. Then we fly over to England about a week or so later, and we went to Birmingham, England, which is right in the Midlands, right in the middle of England. It's kind of um, it's kind of the Pittsburgh of, of England. It's it's the second largest city in England. It's it's a big industrial city. Oh wow! But it's the city where uh, Cardinal Newman, after his conversion, so he was an Anglican priest. Uh, converted to the Catholic faith, uh, I believe the year is uh, 1845, and eventually became a Catholic priest and eventually, eventually a cardinal. Um, he founded um, an oratory in Birmingham, England. Oh, wow. By oratory, I mean it was um, it was a church and a religious house that is part of the congregation of the oratory founded by St. Philip Neri who was a great hero of Cardinal Newman. And so we went to Cardinal Newman's uh, you know, house and <laughs> the oratory he helped found in Birmingham. We toured the museum. And as my wife Amy said at the time, um, she said, I think Cardinal Newman is trying to get your attention. Yes, it <laughs> I, sounds um, like it. <laughs> uh, I, I think um, I think he wants to, she put it very nicely. She said, I think he, I think he wants to be better friends with you. Uh, yes. And that um, that really struck me. Mm-hmm. And that day, it was just we were just in Birmingham a few hours. Uh, we didn't even stay the night there, but we had just a splendid tour of the museum. And I, I just found it really inspiring. And then we go down to Oxford uh, a couple days later, and Newman um, 
was associated with Oxford even before his conversion and helped found an oratory there in Oxford. So at, at, at three of our major stops on this trip, I'm tripping over, <laughs> it, it, almost literally it seemed, Cardinal Newman. So I, I've, been, I've been thinking about and praying a lot about what this all means. Yes. Um, why, um, why Cardinal Newman? For me, and if I may, I might suggest three, three maybe lights that have come to my mind yes. uh, from this visit. One, maybe most people probably don't think of Cardinal Newman as a hero or a patron of an artist like me, but but he was a novelist himself. Um, he wrote two novels, uh, one called Loss and Gain, and the other called Callista. I did uh, not both know that. Kind of Oh, yeah, both kind of historical fiction. Um, And he was also uh, a poet. And he was um, an amateur violinist as well. So he he was a musician. So he he was an artist. And I think that was part of the, maybe part of the, uh, part of our connection um, was that he he can serve as, as a patron to me in my endeavors as an artist. Uh, He was an academic as well. So that, again, resonates with me. And um, although I think most people would tend to call him a theologian, um, he, he also was an impressive philosopher. So I think it's fair game for me to, to, to uh, enlist his help as, as a patron uh, of a philosopher. Uh, and then he's probably best known, and I think he, he referred to himself as a, as a controversialist in the sense that he wanted to defend the faith. Um, he was on mission. He, he, he had an evangelical heart. And I don't consider myself a controversialist in the sense that I want to kind of, um, you know, get all pugnacious with everybody I meet. But I do want to be a Catholic on mission. Uh, yes. And respond to the call that God has for me um, uh, as best I can. Uh, so that those three things, you know, Newman as artist, Newman as, as scholar, philosopher, and, and Newman, uh, the evangelist, yes. uh, really, um, really resonate with me. And I'm, I'm just very happy to have this kind of recharged and enriched devotion to him in the last couple of months really that's so beautiful that's so beautiful the very first time i heard about him um i'm a college convert Mm -hmm. and i can remember my my the priest that was um helping me through rcia as i sat there you know before easter kind of making my last yes that i'm going Mm -hmm. to go forward with this um, he told me about, I think it is Cardinal Newman that said to, to learn history is to cease to be Protestant. And I had, that sounds like him. Yes. I yes. I told him I had, he, he had asked me about my journey and I just said, you know, the more I learned, the more I understood that what I had been taught wasn't accurate and the more yeah. I learned about the church fathers and the more I learned about the history of the church, everything started to unravel. And I, and I couldn't help but become Catholic. There was nothing, yeah. 
there was no other decision to make. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's how, how Cardinal Newman felt at, at the yeah. crucial moment uh, of his conversion. Um, my favorite line of his is really his epitaph, which he put in Latin. Uh, I think it's ex umbris et imaginibus in veritatem, from shadows and images to the truth. Oh. And I love that. And I think that has uh, great depths of, of different meanings. But yes. maybe my favorite is that, again, as an artist um, and philosopher, we come through images and shadows, um, images that may even reflect the truth, but are not yet the fullness of truth. We come through that, through our creative endeavor, through our study, obviously through our prayer and works, and we move through our lives, hopefully, hopefully to sanctity where we where we are able to look on truth face to face. Um, that captures a lot of his spirit uh, for me. Absolutely. And I think I, I love that, the, the thought of shadows and images, because I'm a photographer. And so the idea of mm. light and that yes. light pulling you to something even more beautiful for your eye to catch. And that's what you're constantly looking for as an artist is where is the light? Where is that? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where is the where's the shadow? And where's the light? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And not missing the light uh, yes. on a beautiful day. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. How often? Yeah, right now I'm sitting at my at a window and the moon just rose above the trees. And how often do we miss things like that because they're just they're common or whatever? But it's like even the Lord as the as the sun goes down is trying to bring our attention to the light. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's yeah. great. I love it. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for sharing that story with me. I love that you really did have that tripping over experience when a saint comes along beside you and is like, I'm trying to get your attention. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was even one last kicker as we, our last stop was in London and I, you know, I, I just didn't have it in mind, but there's another oratory of, of the congregation in London. Um, and we didn't visit it, but when our cab was taking us to the airport on the last morning, it drove right by it. So there was it was as if there was one last little wave goodbye oh. from He's <laughs> like, Cardinal. don't forget. Cardinal. Yeah, that's now. right. <laughs> so, yes, exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful. Well, that is that's that is really my prayer that everyone realizes just what a wealth of friendship we have in the saints. And what Beautiful. a wealth of just intercession for our vocation that we have in them. Beautiful. Yes, that's 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 a great apostolate. And I just applaud that. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for your time tonight. I am so excited about your your novel that was released. And I'm excited about the book that will be coming out. Tell us the tell us both book names again so that everybody can write this down. Sure, sure. My novel is called The Good Death of Kate Montclair, and you can find it at Chrism Press. Uh, you can find it at Amazon and other outlets. Um, my philosophy book is is called The Way of Beauty, oh. and that's that's coming out from Word on Fire Academic in June 2024. So not available yet. But I hope folks will um, make a mental note 
and uh, circle back to it next year. Absolutely. I'm really excited about that. It's going to be amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for your time. And we will be looking for more amazing works from you. Thank you, Kay. It's been a real pleasure talking with you this evening. Thank you. Take care. God bless. God bless. Thank you so much for joining us for Tripping Over the Saints. I hope you enjoyed meeting our new friend, and I cannot wait to introduce you to more new friends. If you would like to become a patron of this podcast, we would love for you to join in at Patreon. The donations you make go directly to cover the hosting technical support and donations we make to our speakers and podcasters and missionaries that come on the show to introduce us to someone new. Have a great day, and I cannot wait to talk to you again.